Well, Did you work out if that is actually recorded? A what recording? As in, uh, our listeners might not hear that at the start. Uh, oh, it's, no, it's, it, it isn't record. That message is not recorded in the meeting. Um, so, oh, yeah, okay. for anyone wondering why we've just started so strangely, uh, Zoom, which is what we use to record this podcast, has a new feature where it announces to all the participants that it is now recording. Uh, and then it announces at the end that it has finished recording. And I wasn't sure if that was going to appear on the recording when we did the recording. It does not. In case I'm anyone... I'm glad we've solved that. Yeah, I'm glad yeah, we've exactly. solved that. How, how are you doing, Naz? I am well. I am well. Uh, I am, I've had a, a weird morning, but you're now going to bring me back on track and I'm going to have a great... Okay. So I'm not Good. too worried about it. But so it's it's no it's no issue. I am I am well. Did you enjoy the rest of your vacay? Yes, I did. I did very much. Uh, I'm actually relocated today to a new spot for this podcast. Uh, for my birthday, I got a uh, chair, my my own chair. So I'm enjoying sitting in my Chesterfield own chair. My Growing up, my dad had a chair that was his chair. We were obviously allowed to sit in it. It was a spinny one. I used to enjoy spinning around in it, but when he was in the room, it was his chair. So I thought, being of a decade of 40, I, you know, I'm really pleased Needed I have my chair. own chair now. Can you relate to anything? Did your dad ever have... Have you got a chair, Raz? Uh, well, I've got... I Where I sit here is my desk, and this is, like, my my area. So again, people can come sit here if they want. If you need to write something or sign something, but this is this is my my domain, my little corner of the house, my little space. Your place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've, I've uh, because I, I think I was very much uh, agitated on the last uh, podcast, for a better word. Uh, I couldn't get to grips with where I was at all. Uh, but and uh, quite quite funny actually. Uh, in in between doing things and that, I I don't know if this is related, but I became really clumsy as well. Uh, I kept knocking stuff over. I, I broke a glass, I broke a, a garden ornament at my mother-in-law's in, uh, over the weekend in between the trips. It was like, yeah, it, it was a weird, weird thing. But no, I, I'm uh, really, really good now. I, I think I've uh, recovered, not just rested now. Uh, which, is, which is a big thing. And uh, I think that's something, because we were trying to find a bit of uh, personal development advice, weren't we, last week, where I was caught in this moment uh, trying to relax on holiday. And uh, I think what really helped was getting a perspective on the bigger picture. Uh, by that, I mean the, the bigger picture of who we are and everything else. So I find uh, that perspective is a, is a great tool. And I think I've just lost that slightly. Yeah, which is easy to do when you get caught in the thick of it, I think, which is, I think, what was yeah. happening a little bit. Yeah. You get, you get caught in the, the minutiae and then you kind of, like you said, you've, you don't look at the, the wider thing as in what it, what it means in the long term. I think I was just getting annoyed because I was like, I'm meant to be having a holiday. I want to chill and have a holiday. It's yeah. my holiday. And I was enjoying it. I was chilled in that, but I was questioning it. I think that was the, the, the big thing. Yeah, it's a bit like when people try meditation, like early days try meditation. They're like, I want to clear my mind. I'm going to clear my mind. But <laughs> yeah. is this clearing my mind by thinking I'm clearing my mind? Uh, and you get in a bit of a loophole where you're just not, not sure if you're doing what you're meant to be doing. Yeah. 
you you said you've had a bit of a funny morning. I, I've had a real good morning because we just had a message to say that we're not homeless next week. We've got a home <laughs> to move into, which is good. Okay, still not quite where we want to be with it, but we've actually got somewhere to move to. So it's like, whoa, <laughs> wipe the sweat off the brow for a moment. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, you said you've had it. You need to be pulled back on track. Can it? Can yeah, you, I, can we do I had so. I was recording something this morning for another another project. Uh, it took about an hour, and then I thought, for, well, for whatever reason, which I never do think, but I was like, I'm just going to check that recording. And lo and behold, there was a weird buzzing noise in the background where I got one ah. of the settings wrong. And it's basically, and this is a topic I wanted to bring up today. It's one hour that has now been for no, there's no better word, wasted. Like that hour is gone. And I haven't learned anything from it and I haven't gained anything from it because I know about that setting. I've not, I've not learned all I, I guess I've re-remembered is that I need to check settings before I hit record on stuff. Um, but it, yeah, it's one of them things where I know I've just lost that hour. And now after this, I'm going to have to sit down and re-record that or find another hour to, to fit it in. But I'm not too fussed about it because I was like, I'm going to come on, I'm going to speak to JC. I'm going to finish in a good mood. And if anything, I'll re-record it in a better place anyway. So it's, it's not getting yeah. to me, but in that very moment where I checked it, I was like, ah, damn, damn. I don't know if you damn. can relate to a, a moment where you just know, well, that was just a waste of time. No, no lesson yeah. learned, nothing provided. That was just wasted time. I can't give an example right now, uh, yeah. but uh, going to weddings probably. Uh, yes. I'll put that in there. <laughs> Can we talk about this for a minute, please? Yeah. Yes, JC. I hate them. I don't ever want to go to one, ever, ever, ever. I recently, I really apologise to my wife if she hears this, but I recently got out of going to her best friend's wedding because of all the travel restrictions. It's in Germany and because of the coal... Um, What's the word that we have to do when we come back from holidays? Isolate. Uh, quarantine. Quarantine. Uh, we, we've not been able to go. She's heartbroken. Best friend was, the, was our maid of honor at our wedding. She's gutted about it. I am elated, <laughs> like secretly. And I like this, but I like Freya, her, her maid of honor. She's a nice girl, nice person, no issue. Uh, happy for her and her husband. I just have absolutely no interest in attending anyone's wedding unless I'm part of it and therefore have to be there uh, because then you're part of something but beyond that who can be bothered who can yeah. be bothered yeah what a waste it's just of time. that it's that sitting down in the evening especially when everyone's like pissed and they're uh, talking about whatever of it and it's like I could do, be doing a lot more productive stuff right now my thing is that it's too long I have no issue coming out for an hour on my weekend to celebrate your love. Let's do it. I'm up for it. Let's go. Yeah. I'll raise a glass. I'll put on the suit. We'll take a picture. It doesn't need to be all day. I don't need to be there all day. That's your day. You spend all day there. Have me round for an hour. And I don't mind what hour that is. I'll sit in the church or I'll come to the party. But do I need to do both? I don't want to. 
like Lauren's thing is always, well, you've got to do it for them because it is their day. They they want you there and special and it's all of that. And it's like, uh, I think it's just where we're really different because Lauren is a people uh, person, as in that's important to her. Uh, and I, I, I'm not. And uh, like, I loved your wedding. Your wedding was great, Ads. And it felt like I was a part of that. I had a, a journey and a role to be there, you know, to uh, make you sweat a little bit with what we were going to do and everything else. Uh, but yeah, just just joining in the bash for something else is, and uh, yeah, it, it's not knocking the special occasion, is it? It's just it's just being honest. It's just not well. It's clearly not us. Yeah, it's definitely a character thing, right? Because I know people who love weddings. Like I've got people who constantly refer back to our wedding and go, "Oh, it was just such a. Can we do your wedding again?" That's what we get all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, "No, I don't want to. It was nice. I enjoyed it. I'm happy it happened." but we're done. We're done. We need to move on with our lives. And so do you go to another wedding. There'll be other weddings and don't invite me because I don't want to come. That was a nice yeah, rant. We've got, we started yeah, that, with a rant. Definitely. <laughs> nice, nice topic of conversation. Uh, I've actually got a few things I wanted to ask you, uh, everyone by you as since uh, on holiday, I made a few notes and everything. Uh, what, what do you make of this? I, I'm trying to think where I, I heard it. Uh, I think it was on the Infinite Monkey Cage again. Uh, they were talking about uh, space and everything else. Well, what do you make of the the same human condition? As in, how would I define the human condition or what, what yeah, do I think I'm, of it? Well, like the other day I said, or the previous podcast, I said, uh, you know, it happens for a reason. You were like, oh, I hate that saying. Uh, whereas human condition, it's like, it, I forget what the, uh, the, the topic was. It was, it just came out. And I thought, yeah, that's an interesting thing that comes up every now and then that we're referred to as the human condition. And I, I was just yeah, pondering. I thought it'd be a good thing to, to talk over, get your, your side on it. Yeah, so my understanding of it, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that it's, it's what makes us human and what sets us apart from everything else, but is then also yeah. a, a kind of our curse as well as our what makes us what we are. And it's, our, it's that self-awareness and that ability to think beyond the now, like we can dream up, scenarios in the future and we can plan and try to kind of guide our life in a certain way but in the same respect we can you know think of the worst case scenario and drive ourselves into a depression or into an anxiety that's like based in no reality like nothing's actually happening in the real world but you've created this artificial future that you're now terrified of and it whatever stops you doing things stops you moving forward is that what we mean? Yeah, 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 definitely. And uh, would you refer to the the human condition at any time? As in, do you think uh, self development, for instance, that we talk we talk about on this podcast, is that directly related to the human condition? Are these things all intertwined? Is this all the same the same thing? Yeah, I'd say so. I'd 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 say the whole personal development is as kind of become a weird coined phrase right where it's just like people just yeah. spit it out all the time but I think the essence of it is is that we have this ability to to look into the future and to apply things such as delayed gratification for long-term benefits whether that be to ourselves or to our fellow man whatever it might be 
Um, but we have a choice because we also have the ability to just go through life. We, we can be similar to a dog where we can just we can just go through life, let it carry you where it carries you. And a lot of people live their life like this. No judgment, to be honest, like if that's what makes you happy, it's what makes you happy. But I think people who are who engage with personal development, they're trying to ensure a better future. And I think that's something worth doing. And again, it's not necessarily for yourself, like on a selfish point of view of make sure you have a nice retirement, but it's for your kids or your kids' kids or a wider view, you know, take like what you're doing with changing your eating habits and being more conscious of things like recycling and your purchases. It's for the world. It's for the world long after you're gone uh, and you're just a dust and memory. But you, you know that during your time here, you, put, you had an influence in a good way. So I, I think it's a great thing. I think it just, it can be a demon. It's just what way, you know, the wolf you feed. Mm. And the, the human condition, are you thinking that's an individual thing or it's a, it's a race thing? It's a, you know, it's a species thing. It's a species thing. But again, it's people choose to engage with it on different levels. Like I, like I said, there are people I know who live life similar to like a, a dog where they don't think about tomorrow. They don't think about next week. They don't think about their death. So, you know, it, it stems in the sense that they live paycheck to paycheck. They have no plan for retirement. They have no plans for progressing their career. They have no plans for progressing their relationships. They don't worry about how the choices they make today are going to impact things tomorrow, next week, next year. And then I know people who are on the other side of the spectrum, everything they do is with a conscious effort to what it's going to do in the future. So I think it, it applies to everyone, but how conscious you are and how, how much you interact with it is, is very, is personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I found that really interesting. Uh, I, I just came up, I heard the phrase, and I thought, oh yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice to talk about It's that. an interesting word, isn't it? Condition, because I don't know about yeah. you, but that for me is like a medical term. You have a condition, uh, yes. you, have a, you have a sickness, you have a problem. I don't know if it's intended that way. That, that's what I'm not yeah. too clear on. But when I hear the human condition, I'm like, you know, the cancer condition uh, and what, what the, the implications of that are. So I don't know if that's a, a phrasing thing or if I'm just understanding it wrong. I really like quotes and I quite often refer to quotes in conversation and things, especially when taking like a lead role in teaching, for instance, or instructing. And uh, I just thought hmm, this human condition, I could probably throw that in somewhere every now and then as a, as a line to use. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I've got a top three ads. Okay. But I'm at, I noted this one from last week because I finished with a, a comedy quote from uh, John uh, Cleese. Uh, first off, uh, do you enjoy comedy? Comedies like uh, TV, films, stand-up and everything? I love stand-up, but I have very specific taste. As in, there's certain stand-up comedians I love and there's certain stand-up comedians I can't stand. Uh, very rarely is there anything in between. There's no one who I'm like, they're kind of funny. You're either hilarious okay. and I can't stop laughing or I don't find you funny at all. Um, I enjoy comedy as in comedy films, but again, 
has to be the right kind of comedy. I'm not too into slapstick. Like if it's just people, you know, getting hit on the head and stuff, it doesn't, it doesn't tickle my funny bone too much. Um, yeah. I, I enjoy comedy. The Office is probably the best example of the kind of comedy I enjoy. I don't know if you've okay. ever well, watched let's do the a Office. Top, top three comedies then. So oh, okay. is, well, is your top three, is Office one? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll put that number one if if it, that's okay. the gold medal. To be honest, uh, I don't think I've I don't think I've enjoyed a show more than I enjoyed the American version of The Office. Uh, I okay. thought it was just brilliantly done. I think it was ten seasons long, and it just kept me from season one to season ten. There wasn't a a bad moment in it. I don't think there's a bad episode in the whole thing, I'm, and it just I've never watched I've never watched the American one. And uh, I've only watched sporadically the the British one because uh, it yeah it didn't captivate me as in I wasn't drawn in oh, I've got to watch you got to watch it maybe I was uh, busy doing other things at the time when it was uh, it came out uh, but yeah, uh, yeah it, it, I appreciate it as comedy definitely I'll say this with I guess I think this is true with all American TV I might be wrong but I think the first few episodes of every American show is not very good but you have to power through those because it then you get invested in the characters and they get developed a bit more and then it becomes good. And The Office is a great example of that, especially if you've watched the British one because the pilot episode is a carbon copy of the British one. So when you watch it, you're like, oh, they've just redone the British one, but with American actors not interested. But it's the British one, I think, stops after three seasons. And by the season two, they've gone in completely different directions. And then the American one just kind of went off, off to the moon with it. So yeah, I, I really recommend it. If you ever get the chance, um, it's, it's family friendly as well. So I think it's suitable for, for all audiences. Yeah, worth a watch. Okay, yeah, I have to try and catch that then. Well, in, in my top three uh, comedies, uh, I've never been to a stand-up comedy, actually, uh, live. Uh, but, uh, like, I really like Eddie Murphy, uh, uh, Eddie Murphy Raw and that, uh, just brilliant. But I think Richard Pryor is the, uh, the king of uh, stand-up comedy. Uh, I think that guy was just uh, hysterical. And, uh, yeah, so Richard Pryor would be up there in my, my top three. Well, we're syncing up again because my second one was going to be Eddie Murphy's Delirious, uh, which was the yeah. one before Raw. Um, I remember the first time I saw that. I don't think I've ever laughed so hard in my life. Um, and what's funny is you watch it now and it's just so inappropriate. Like it, yeah. it, would, it would be banned across the world if it was filmed uh, today. Cancel culture would have taken out. I mean, not even cancel culture, to be fair. It's downright rude like it, he yeah. insults he insults the gay community he insults black people white people asia he just rips everyone yeah. uh violently and uh, as but as a stand-up comedy if you take it for what it is which is comedy and not a political stance on anything it's very funny I, uh, we watched it over Christmas, actually, last Christmas. I think it was uh, Christmas uh, Day. Uh, we, were, we were sitting there, we had it on. And then uh, th what we didn't know is my nephew, who was nine at the time, was asleep on the sofa. But he wasn't asleep. Not asleep. He was <laughs> watching it. So for the last uh, year, he's been quoting uh, Eddie Murphy inappropriate <laughs> jokes. And it's like, brilliant, excellent. He got educated there. <laughs> yeah, there's there's nothing quite like that for an education.
I'm, I'm going to call a series now. This, this would be be uh, difficult to do a comedy series. I might actually have to go for two. But I I liked Forty Tales. Like my brother, I think I said uh, we were talking on a holiday. That was that's like his favourite comedy series. I wouldn't say I wouldn't put that as my number one. I, I enjoyed only Fools and Horses, uh, but I thought that they sold out. It would have been nice if they had stopped it when they became millionaires. Uh, yeah, I they sold out after that. Uh, mm-hmm. I really, really loved uh, Red Dwarf growing up, uh, the original one, not the rebooted one. Uh, but I happened to see a bit a little while ago, and it is like so dated now. You know, the cardboard cutout sets and everything else. But yeah. I love the the sci-fi aspect. But I'll, I'll give my my next one as uh, bottom, Rick Mail. Okay, oh, that's a I, classic. I just thought that was absolute brilliance and uh, Eddie Hitler and uh, every, oh yeah it, it, it was great I, I would happily put that on and uh, well, it was making me smile and giggle just thinking about it just again. thinking <laughs> yeah good that was just good old fashioned comedy uh, I think really yeah. good writing really well done uh, and simple when you like you think about it in terms of like the sets and stuff it wasn't anything overly complicated it was just the writing kind of had to carry the show of which it did yeah yeah yeah, yeah. great choice great choice. i'll do a film for the last one just so we get uh, a nice mix and i'll do a recent film so that not everything is for 30 year old pluses like <laughs> ourselves or going into 40 now happy birthday by the way i don't know if we oh, mentioned your you. birthday on the last thank one you. um i will go with the film tag i don't know if you've seen this yet no i haven't no so oh, I'm going to write this I, down in my... Please write it down because it made me think of our friendship group in particular when we visit tournaments, ding, uh, and our silliness just comes out as a bunch I of grown CC's men. I think Cece's seen this and told us about this actually now you've said, but yeah, continue. Yeah, so basically that I'll give you the short story without uh, spoiling anything for you. It's a group of four guys who have been friends since they were kids and their entire life they've played a game of tag. So it's been an ongoing thing as kids and now they're all grown ups. they're all, you know, some are doctors, some are lawyers, they're all professionals, but they continue one month of the year to play this game of tag. So wherever they are in the world, they will, you know, fly over and at any point they can turn up and tag your it. Person who's it at the end of the month does some kind of a forfeit. And it was actually based on a real life story. So there was these, this actual group of friends who did this and this was a thing and they were all like, they're all starting to die because they're getting so old, but they continue to play this game. And it was, the, you know, the, the premise was don't, don't grow up, get older, but don't grow up. Don't, don't lose that, that fun in a child, that part of play that we, we tend to give up as we become adults. It's just a very funny film, very well written, Great comedy. It is a bit slapstick, but in a really well done way. So yeah, well well worth a watch. I was trying to think, as you were saying that, I was trying to think of a uh, more recent comedy uh, to mention, but I can't really. Uh, as yeah, a it's tricky. Uh, yeah. yeah, There's not many. That's why uh, it stood out when I watched it, because I did find it really funny. Hangover wasn't too bad. I, I enjoyed the first one, and then it got a little bit like, it's kind of just repeating the same formula Jokes, but, yeah. yeah yeah but I, I enjoyed the first one i could have said a uh, hangover but if i'm putting it into a top three i'm gonna have to go go back i i used to really enjoy the hot shots and mm-hmm. naked gun 
the original yeah. Gens of Those. Uh, but I think my favourite, as in properly bursting at the seams, and I do quote it from time to time, uh, comedy films are Pink Panther, the original Peter Sellers Pink Panther. They were, yeah, I've got the box set on DVD somewhere. It's, they, yeah, they were the, the crown jewel, I would say, of comedy films. Yeah, yeah, they were solid for sure. Great choices. Good top three, Jay. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was good. definitely. That was good fun. Go, going on a completely different tangent there. Uh, so comedy one end. Uh, what do you make of, or do you listen, have you ever, or are you aware of, of uh, crime stories? Uh, Lauren is listening to podcasts. and We went to Cornwall for my birthday, so we had a bit of time on the way back. Uh, she, she really enjoys listening to true life crime. Uh, crime stories and it it was horrific it was <laughs> 45 minutes of absolute horror that is actually happened like I'm like nah they're, they're making this up like the first one we listened to it was a guy talking about uh, someone who uh, was having a sexual relationship with his sister who then uh, murdered her and his her husband got away for it for 25 years and then uh, had kids with a woman that knew that he'd done it because he took her to the scene and oh, it, it was like what the uh, but that one was a little bit more believable because it was talking about uh you know actual facts and everything so it's like maybe he was a private detective but then we listened to this one about a murder in uh ireland in dublin and we were actually in dublin the week before it happened in like 2005 and mm. it was a guy who uh had uh, come over uh, and uh, made a relationship with a lady who had uh, been uh, abused and in you know a drug culture and everything else. Uh, long story, graphic story short, they they just were all off their head. Uh, the daughters, uh, the wife, the mum was like, "Look, you got to sort him out." So the daughter slit his throat, cut him up in the shower into bits, and dumped him in the river. And it's like, but. It, it was just so I, I'm trying to sort of deal with listening to these now having listened to just two I'm like I can't listen to them again nothing it, it had quite a bit of trauma on me and it's like but my Laura, uh, Lauren loves it my wife loves it uh, are you familiar with the true crime thing? Oh, I completely I'm just nodding along with you on how you feel about it to be honest my wife loves them my, I was, you know, in a household of girls, my mum and sisters love them. So I'm going to make the assumption, sorry if I'm wrong, that it's a womanly thing that ladies seem to enjoy this stuff. Don't know why. Um, and the, the big thing is, is what you said, they seem to be able to disassociate with it, as in they can listen to it for what it is and find it entertaining without it having any impact on them personally. Whereas I'm like you, I feel traumatised Listening, And it's not that I'm a prude because I have no issue with violence. I have no issue with if we were at a tournament and someone's leg snapped in half and it folded over, no issue. It's in the tournament. These things happen. Accident. Grim, but accident. But when it's stuff like that, don't want to know. Don't want to hear it. Don't want to listen to it. Definitely don't want details. Not interested. Like, you know, 
the, this one, it was uh, the, the Dublin one. It was two sisters or two uh, ladies do the podcast. And it was done very jokingly as well. And yeah. uh, I, I wasn't offended by them, but it's like, you're making entertainment out of this. And I don't know if that's right. Like they're, they're talking about and having a giggle about how they chopped his head off, went to the park and tried to bury it under a bench. Uh, but they didn't bury it enough. And then they had to go back a few weeks later and move it somewhere out in, into the woods and, and having a bit of a giggle about it. And then they're talking about how they uh, had to keep mopping all the uh, bone and uh, flesh out of the sink because all the blood wasn't draining the way. And I'm like, this is really, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure I can deal with it. Like, I, how do you know that this happened? And then yeah. it's like, you must be making this up. But... We're not going to do top three top crimes, are we? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not into horror films and it's not that I'm scared yeah, of them. I just, I'm just not interested. It just doesn't appeal. I don't want to see blood and guts like that or people being terrified. I don't find that entertaining. I don't find it interesting. Same for crime. Same for all these true crime series that you get. Same for TV dramas, which are fictional versions of it. It, it does not, it does, it does nothing for me and I'd just rather not. But yeah, I, and I, I always say, how can you enjoy it? They're like, it's just, it's just entertainment. It's not, you know, it's not even when it's real, they're like, it's not real as in it's not happening right now. It's just, you know, it's a reenactment. It's a drama. I'm like, I know it's not real, but it's still grim. It's still, why would you want to invite it in? But they can separate it. And that's the difference. It doesn't, they don't walk away from that then feeling ick which I can't do. Yeah. So it's, you know, each to their own with it. But oh, yeah, you have, a, you have a friend in that one. I'm, I'm not on board. Bring it back to a bit of lighter conversation. Please. And, uh, <laughs> you mentioned it uh, earlier. I can't remember in what context now. I, I wrote this down. Uh, I was uh, listening to, again, the Infinite Monkey Cage podcast. And uh, I've listened to quite a few in relation to space. And uh, the one I was listening to the other day uh, that I've caught up on from the other year was the 50th anniversary of uh, the moon landing. And uh, this came up in the conversation. And I, I can't remember again, I'm not quoting the co uh, context for it, uh, but they were talking about investing your time into liking something, uh, that you have to invest yourself to like, it's different to invest in yourself to get good at something. So for instance, uh, I know very well that, you know, hit that bell as a practice of martial artist mm. or sport or anything like that if you want to get good at something you've got to invest time you've got to grind you know even a natural ability at something you've got to, you've got to work you've got to invest to get good at it but the reason i brought this up is because i thought it was an interesting uh way of thinking that i haven't thought before is sometimes you have to invest yourself into liking something and there's a simple uh, explanation to it uh, I found that with wine 
So I never, growing up, was into alcohol in a, in a big way. I never went out drinking loads. Uh, my sport was always first and those kind of things. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't teetotal. I would have a drink here and there, but I didn't actually enjoy the experience of alcohol. Uh, I think maybe with a lot of what went with it, with, you know, hangovers and that kind of thing, I, I didn't uh, pursue it. Uh, but in recent times, I've got to enjoy red wine when usually I would have never have asked for a glass of red wine. I would have never had a favourite red wine. But now I have. And looking at it, it took time to invest into that. The, am I making sense? Yeah, yeah, loads. I, I think another example you could probably draw to that is uh, the NFL. You don't play yes. American football but you enjoy the sport and you invested time to understand the sport and therefore now you can enjoy it because you understand what you're looking at. Yeah, so it's not the same as investing time to get good at something, is it? Like, no. you know, I'm not doing it for a practical reason. I'm not doing it to make money, to make myself fit, uh, to uh, fix something or anything else. It's almost, almost like a recreational kind of investment isn't it you're doing it just because you think you might like it or you want to like yeah i just thought it would be interesting conversation yeah i i think it comes down to you you go down a, i call them the rabbit hole you go down the rabbit hole with something and you realize there's a lot more depth to it than what what's on the surface so red wine is a great example of that because if you gave any red wine to any person who knew nothing they would go yep that's red wine yuck ick no thank you um i'll have some juice thank you very much sweet delicious juice but once you start understanding what you're tasting and understanding the differences aging process grape blah 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 then it becomes more interesting and then you can you gain a deeper appreciation of what you're what you're consuming whether that be content or alcohol because there's a lot that goes the, into making wine i think the wine came about also because uh, lauren uh, really enjoys red wine and i think i made an effort in the first place so that we could both enjoy it together, at together. Meal, for instance yeah. i don't know if something came up it was like oh why don't you just try it or something it's something like i don't remember and uh i'm what i'm saying is i'm pleased i invested my time into that now uh yeah. and like nfl my brother and i have got a common interest uh with lots of things but we've got a common interest with that now and it's actually turned out uh, to really help my own coaching my own sport understanding for for the martial arts as well i've drawn so many comparisons and ideas from nfl which is a successful sport and everything else so it's uh, been really beneficial to uh, inadvertently recreationally invest time in these things i think going back to that human condition thing i think part of the human condition is our curiosity we have an innate sense of curiosity that's part of the reason why we explore things beyond just what we know in our space. And I think that's, that's where part it came of it. up. That's where right, it came up with NASA. Okay. Yeah. That, We've linked that, it up there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go, sure. Go in the space. Right. Exactly. What's, we, don't, we don't need to go to the moon. Do we need to go to the moon? We've got everything we need here. What's on the moon? But it's our curiosity of that very question. What's on the moon? What's over there? And then through that curiosity, we develop technologies that have now stemmed into our everyday life. 
like the cat that I'd watched a show recently about the camera that was used on the moon for that first moon landing. And they were talking about all the technology that went into making a camera that was going to work in space without the ability really to go test. You couldn't go up into space and just test it out as you were going. You had to build it here based on the theory and then take it out there and see how it how it fared. But now all that technology has trickled down into the cameras that we would buy every day and way beyond that, you know, ever since. So I think that's the, the curiosity is an important thing for us. And it doesn't always necessarily need to be directly beneficial because uh, the, the big argument with space travel is why do we spend billions on doing it when we still have things like cancer and stuff to sort out, you know, poverty on earth. But a lot of those solutions end up getting solved through our curiosity onto other things. Yeah. And like you said with the word. NFL. That's the exact word, the curiosity. I think that's a recommendation for this week, isn't it? Uh, yes. have, uh, be, be curious. With, have some curiosity, if that's the right word. In, yeah, and open-mindedness. Ex explore something that's outside of your normal wheelhouse. You don't need to like go deep, but, but don't be afraid to look at something. I had it recently with basketball. I, I listened to a podcast by a guy called Tim Ferriss, and he interviews leaders in different areas so top sports athletes top businessmen and basically he's always just exploring what makes the top one percent tick by by interviewing them and asking these leading questions and he had a guy who was one of the top basketball players and then he got stopped because he had a heart condition so he had to stop right in his prime and reimagine himself you know in the prime of life but he whilst having their discussion they were talking about basketball and the stuff that the layman don't know in terms of the positioning and the formats of the team and what they need to think about as a player and suddenly I found myself interested with a sport that I've never really given the time of day to um, because you suddenly have a deeper understanding so you then have a deeper appreciation yeah definitely and uh, yeah it tied in nicely with the whole uh, NASA uh, thing i'm glad that we've uh, linked that up that's uh, saved me having to listen to the podcast again <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> one fact you said about the camera uh, one thing that was interesting because they had a uh, they had, that was apollo 11 wasn't it that they and they had the astronaut from apollo uh, 13 i think it was or uh, whichever apollo one uh, afterwards and uh the uh, oh no, they had a more modern day uh, astronaut who was a kid. That was it. Who was watching uh, the moon landing, and he said that his dad was so chuffed. Loads of people were so chuffed to have got their color television for the moon landing uh, because I think it all they all came out at the same time. There was this big uh, promo: go get your color television for the moon landing, and they all sitting down in front of this little screen of color, and the moon landing was all in black and white. Black and white. Like, <laughs> yeah, they said it was the biggest. Uh, sale of the of the tie. That's genius. As I'm it. busting for the loo, I, I've been rehydrating. I'm dying for weeks. Should we finish up with a, a quote? A quote and run. Yeah. Have you got one ready? I've got one perfectly poised for today. Okay, let me let me go with mine. I was trying to find one uh, linked in with some of what we were going to talk. I uh, thought we would talk about today, and uh, I've ended up. Uh, not finding what necessarily I wanted to, but I really liked this one. Uh, try to make sense of what you see and wonder about what makes the universe exist. 
Be curious and however difficult life may seem, there is always something you can do and succeed at. It matters that you don't just give up. And that was Stephen Hawking. Nice. So look, once again, we are perfectly synced. So this is the, the scientific grandfather to Stephen Hawking, Albert Einstein said, the important thing is to not stop questioning. Curiosity has its own reason for existing. I have no special talents. I am only passionately curious. And you had that ready before we even spoke about curiosity. We're, uh, we're on a different plane yeah. of existence today, Jay. We are, yeah. we are, we're operating on a higher sphere. That's what's happening. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And, uh, oh, well, you better get your hour back. No. <sighs> <laughs> now, now it, it that I don't know why you just saying that made it hurt. It didn't hurt up till then. And no. you said that I'm like, yeah, I've lost an hour. Yeah, no, I'm gonna go get it back. It's fine. Who cool. needs sleep? Well, Not me. Like, share. You know, you probably found us on uh, uh, some kind of uh, podcast platform, platform, some kind. Or watch us, watch us see our uh, lovely faces on Facebook. Uh, no, not Facebook. Yeah, we are on Facebook and YouTube. We've got clips on Facebook, but we are on YouTube for the full episodes. We will see you on the next one. Yeah. Peace. Peace out.